Hey rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a beginner or a big old kook? There is a difference, you know. And since there's many ways you can kook it, you should stick around and have a listen. Cause hey, if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't stress it, cause everyone's kooked it at some point. And that's the reason for this podcast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So grab your life vest and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And I'm Coach Ev, checking in from La Miss. And we started the surf coaching and education resource, The Surf Continuum. Hey, hey, thanks for checking in with us today, guys. We are coming down off of an epic surf trip last night and uh, we thought we'd tell you a little bit about it let me pull up those notes actually yeah this is a this is a special trip another one for the books but every year is a little different so we wanted to try to break this one down and kind of share with you guys what we learned yeah for sure like it's a good point every year is a little different it's kind of an annual thing we do with our group of friends all the ladies come down, the surfers and non-surfers alike, and uh, it's a good time. And a lot of dynamics, a lot of things uh, that go into making this all happen. So, uh, well, let's kick it off. All right. Uh, starting with the, the beginning of the trip, I guess. How about, how about we do it like that? Cheers, brother. Cheers. Right. So, beginning of the trip, what time are you picking us up, Ev? And, uh, in uh, yeah, right on the other side of the border. We were fired up. We we had like this window of of surf opportunity in a small little group. So we woke up at like five o'clock in the morning and hit the road south. We only had a couple of hours of driving to do, but again, we had to swoop each other up and load boards up and make sure we had everything we needed before we headed down to Max and. Uh, we did good. We we were on the road and and checking surf by like seven thirty in the morning or something like that. So yeah, yeah. So definitely like I mean that's kind of always a theme for us, right? Like early rise, um, you know, because you can always wait till later to go surfing, but you just can't go back in time if you miss it, you know, and you just kook it like that. So uh, following our own advice, we were up early. Everyone was like on time and on our way down and first stop was this uh this beach break you know it's not that far south of the border uh and it looked pretty good huh yeah i mean it was it was as much as we could have hoped for i mean there was there was waves and it was clean and there was nobody out so uh we did have cars like full of gear so we were trying to kind of figure out how we were going to break up the the group so we did just that we did just that we had to you know uh breach the subject of us going surfing and then zoos and maddie who weren't going to surf like taking the taking all the perishables and and getting into the house and and going down there so we did just that everybody was troopers about it and uh, Zoo's really kicked it off with that with that comment. <laughs> As we were like checking the surf, and we were walking back, 
and we were kind of debating whether we all go back to the house as a group and get into the house and right. and do all that but against our you know or going with our better judgment you know you can't you can't just bank on the fact that the wind's not going to come up and right, right. the tide's not going to change it and and all of that so so we figured out that we had to we had to do that send the ladies on their way so so chris coach chris says oh yeah i think i think we're going to surf and then enzu says something like to the to the fact like what you're going to leave us here on the beach and we said no no you're going to you guys will go and drive back get into the house and get all set up and it'll be all good and then Zeus looks out at the waves and we're all checking the surf at the same time and she says something like come on there's not even perfect tubes out there or that's not even a perfect tube and we're watching a wave just kind of like reel off at like a pretty damn good one and true it wasn't a perfect one but it was good enough and, and we really that just kicked us off it changes changed the whole game we were we were going surfing right then and there yeah that was so funny it lit everyone up we all had a good laugh from that one but um it's always so fun to hear non-surfers you know give their opinion on the surf you know and we're all fired up the boys of course are so eager and ready to get in the water or whatever it could have been half as good and we still would have been fired up you know and and then of course the the other people are like what that doesn't look that that's not even a perfect tube <laughs> i did like that one and uh yeah that was a good session huh there's just the three of us the first three guys to to make it down and have a good surf at the beach break and get jostled up a little bit but mostly playful and uh just start warming up for the the rest of the trip such a great kickoff to to uh an epic trip a lot but, of waves a lot of great waves ridden yeah a lot of good waves and and well, i want to speak to your point because you were saying like oh you know like going with our better judgment to stay there and, and not take a chance on it changing the truth is like you know when you're standing there you're like oh you know we'll, we can leave and come back within an hour but that's so unrealistic. It would have taken two minimum, you know? Um, so anyway, so we did stay, not leaving waves, you know, to maybe come back to the same waves or find better waves. Um, and it was a good thing we did because two hours into our session, wind came on shore, maybe the tide like changed a bit and it just wasn't quite as good as when we first paddled out. So we two. got that two hour window yeah. of just good fun surf when we would have came back to that picture we left two yeah two hours later we were getting out of the water where where right. we would have been just getting into the water right and right right if we had decided to leave with the ladies and open the house and do the whole thing and then come back to the waves when we got back out of got out of the water because we chose to surf instead and it's a good thing we did but uh yeah but and then we got we really lucked out so like the the place where we stay it's this beautiful home on the beach overlooking the Pacific Ocean I mean in all its majesty and all its power you really get to kind of tune into the ocean here and, and look out front but it can be tough to surf here oh my goodness it's just this expansive beach break completely exposed to the Pacific which I've you know I've never seen any less than a couple feet but that's not a good way to describe it anyway there's just so much energy in each wave and uh, and we happen to get it pretty damn good out here. Why don't you like describe a little of that to us as as someone who's grown up and surfed out yeah, here? Yeah, I mean it, it was just pretty user friendly, you know. Mm -hmm. Like 
the it wasn't the wind never came up it would be like slightly offshore in the morning and then it would just glass off and then it would like maybe puff onshore a tiny bit but it was just like when the conditions are good that's that's huge right mm. there um let alone good sandbars and a good combo swell which was making like a lot of left hand long left running left handers really surfable where you could do multiple maneuvers on uh basically ride any board we had we had big gliders out there we had straight up performance short boards and fishes and everything in between so uh it was it was a rare a rarity to just pull up here it's winter time usually it's it's more unruly and mm. and even even with it looking so just beautiful out there and and perfect and seeing just hundreds of waves left and right and just all over the place you is this is this is one of those places that can really teach you how to be humble and not <laughs> to get ahead of yourself and and start thinking about all the maneuvers you're going to be doing and think about how you're actually just going to make it out into the lineup. <laughs> like it's such a good point let's just focus on the basics here and know that not you know just paddling out in the right place i mean it's kind of hard to find the right place it's really <laughs> hard to find the right place but i like how it makes you try Right. You know, like, you know, after now, so now I've gotten to surf here a bunch. I've been invited back every year, and it's just like such a blessing and an honor. But every year, I am more and more humble to that fact, you know, and I'm like looking, okay, never mind those epic waves I see on the outside. How am I getting out there? How am I paddling? Wait, do, can I see a little rip? Is there some little deep spot in this beach somewhere? Is that where the waves aren't breaking as heavy? And now I'm like obsessed with that because it really is such a a difference maker in your paddle out to the lineup right. and and you know if you're just still gasping for air once you get out there or if you're just breezing out with a rip um but that really is something special and it's just like what you said because i remember the first year i came here and it was probably one of the biggest like all the whole week and, and maybe even two weeks that we've experienced being here and i remember looking at it before anybody had gone surfed and thought oh look at that wave look at that wave look at this giant tube oh my god it's going to be all time and then one of the guys, it was just before sunset when we got here, and one of the guys went out to surf, or two of the guys, and I remember like kind of losing track of them and not seeing where they were, and later on catching a glimpse of them, and they were between like all these lines of whitewater, just going for another duck dive, and he was just this hazy speck, and, the, and it put in perspective, for some reason, I don't know why, it's maybe it's such a big playing field, but mm -hmm. you just don't have a good perspective on the size until either someone's out there or even better, you're out there, Yeah, <laughs> you know? So I remember seeing him and just being like, whoa, oh my God, this is huge. And somehow my eyes just didn't register that when I was first looking at it, you know? But yeah, that it, it, it's, it's pretty easy to trick yourself here or, or let La Miss trick you. Yeah, and that's kind of the point to this, to this one is to kind of like break down the whole the whole ebb and flow to to a trip you know and like pacing it and also like just knowing when to when to paddle out and when to conserve your energy and all that stuff mm. all right yeah another log on the fire all right so yeah speaking of that um you know like just knowing where to be and what to do kind of that whole i mean we've talked about this before 
Um, and, you know, obviously sometimes you just get a little tired of battling the conditions and the, the elements of a beach break, especially if it's bombing Pacific Ocean beach break. But we also have down to the south a really great, I mean, I, I, as, bad, as good as any of the point breaks I've surfed, you know, yeah. and that, that's like Rincon and, you know, all of these west coast spots that just, in Malibu, you know, that are just epic and it's just as good. And um, the pleasure of it, I think, is just the fact that um, of a point break is that it's just more groomed and organized for those of you who don't realize, you know, the difference between a point break and a beach break. Um, it just kind of keeps the swell organized and clean and, and like separated the deep waters on one side, the shallow waters on one side. So the waves break only in that area and you know that so you can paddle around and, and, you know, forgive me for the people who know the differences, but if you don't know, then you're in the dark. So just to clarify, when you go to a beach, uh, a point break, you have that like kind of break, you know, you can just, just quickly get out by paddling sideways out to the deep water and, and, uh, you know, take a little break from your challenging beach break sessions and get these long walls that are really easy and, and very straightforward to ride way more user-friendly and way and, more user-friendly and just like knowing knowing your region you know when when you're right on a right. on a trip and you get to see like the ocean do its thing especially the pacific in winter time where there's a lot of swell coming through and it changes day to day then you wake up in the morning you look at the surf and then you make make your plan on you know your mind starts running on what other places could be organizing this big old maelstrom of windy, choppy mm -hmm. uh, windswell, basically. You know, there's definitely some groundswell in there, but a lot of windswell as well. And so, you know, you got to know where to go and take chances. And, and, and just like timing is everything, you know, midweek, it's kind of stormy, you know, can't you know people who are normally camping aren't really so keen on that so it was just yeah, like that was, a, that was a good move on our part to kind of consider that how it was everything came together nicely over there yeah <clears throat> um but yeah that's it's that's the kind of the whole theme here is just knowing your region you know and knowing your setups you know you have we know we know what we have right in front of us. You know we know what it offers and what it's good for and what it's what it's really bad or hard for. You know and when the right time to leave it and and when the right time to stay is. Um, but you know you learn these things by like being there and staying there and going back there after not just one surf trip. You know it's it's not like a. I don't know, like an amusement park ride where you do it once and you know it, you know, or like right. something you do just one time and then, okay, you've done it. Now it's, it's over and on to the next. You know, these are like surf spots and surfboards and all these things, they're like relationships and they take time to really get to know them. And the more you know them, the more comfortable you are with them and the more you excel in, 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 their, in that place or on that board. Uh, and that's why, you know, it's, it's just so important that... that theme of consistency, you know, and basically what we're getting at here is not, and so you know your region, you know, by, through consistency, by surfing it day after day, but also year after year. Um, right. And so that's what we've come to know. Well, and we also have the huge advantage of having Coach Ev, who's grown up here, you know, take us around, but it's, it's you know, it's still easy to get kind of lost in it all. 
and even just after five or six years, whatever, however long we've been doing this trip, I've I've come to be more and more comfortable surfing here, uh-huh. uh, and and you know knowing when it's time to leave, when it's time to stay, and, and appreciate what's right in front of our noses, you know, and not just being all anxious to go surf a point break because it's easy and and you know clean and lined up, um, and so on and so forth. And that takes us right into like you know the evolution of this trip is you know people show up and then people leave and so like at some points we're we're a really solid group of of friends like going surfing together and it's it's really important just to like to know the boundaries of certain spots and like Mm. if, if you're 10 people trying to paddle out then our only option is this big open beach break here right right in front of us anyway but if that's not if it if that's not doing it, then really you got to go with what naturally happens with a big group of people, like going to different spots or going to the same spot at different times. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's really never acceptable to show up anywhere with I don't know more than like two or three people yeah yeah that's it's I mean it's it's kind of a, a subjective opinion but yeah. I definitely agree like I de- start feeling a little self-conscious with more than two people showing up uh, you know and we if you listen to this show you know we talk about this stuff all the time you know like respecting other people's spots and peaks and lineups and all this and that and we absolutely consider that too you know and because um, when you surf a spot over and over again every day you recognize who's new and you certainly recognize who's new if there's 10 of them showing up in one car so it's it's a huge thing as as like you were just saying how in the middle of the week when a bunch of the crew starts showing up to come and join us that we're mindful of who's going when how many of us there are and what time of day and and if we have to even just go to different spots you know and we all will we'll get back together and 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 brag about it later you know uh, and uh, and it's you know it's it's not so important to all be together holding hands and surfing you know or the surf trip as a whole is it's it's uh, like communal feeling uh, but you know yeah I think that people get a little lost in that you know and start like getting a little too close in the lineup and and too grouped up and too clump clumpy all right like you know we're we're a group of uh, proficient surfers so really that's just the only fair thing to do is not to put a bunch of frothing surfers into the lineup but you know stage your paddle outs and you know half the crew hangs out and takes photos and Mm -hmm. cruises around while while three of you go out and and get 10 waves or something and then don't get greedy and come in, mm, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, you just have to know who you're surfing with. Like, you know, you know, your friends, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be on top of that. Some friends are more suited for big open beach breaks and some, some friends know how to like keep it cool and respect all the, the locals and, and just take their fair share of waves and, yeah. not, and not froth around. Like you gotta be, you gotta be pretty on top of that. And, and sometimes you got to give your friends little reminders. Yeah, that's for sure. Unfortunately, it would have been great if we had great waves here when the group was here. You know, that was the that was the toughest part of the trip. I think is that the most challenging and biggest conditions out front were when the whole the most people were here yeah. in the group. Absolutely. So we did have to go explore and, and surf other spots to really you know quench the thirst of all these surfers. 
Um, but I think we did a great job, you know, like we all spread out, people surf different waves at different times of day, uh, and different rigs, and, and we never were more than a, a group of three. That's, this is bringing up something that I wanted to remember to touch on is like going on a surf trip and, you know, today you can like research and you have forecasts that tell you, give you an idea or tell you like, I don't know, 14 days out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times that can that can put something in your mind that doesn't ever happen or it's like completely inaccurate um but this was a this was a surefire like trip that showed that it changed so much every day and you know when we were when we were getting ready to come down here it was like oh there's two two days of swell and then it's going to go flat and now it's been seven or eight days later that we've had overhead surf the whole time mm -hmm. and sometimes well overhead surf so like just a, le a, a little lesson and reminder to everybody like at some point stop checking the forecast and just just keep waking up in the morning and checking yeah. it and, and going with whatever's going on in front of your face you right know? right go do it the good old fashioned especially if you're already committed and on the trip you know, like don't don't get all down on on the forecast the night before and like get lazy in the morning. Oh my God, you know, like get up and check it and paddle out. Yeah, so that's that was one thing that like I started out the trip thinking that there was only going to be two days as well. So I was like surfing my ass off. I was, like, oh, that's a good we point. We were surfing. We were surfing like nonstop. This is the only window for good conditions. Right, and. Really, that's how you should be surfing the whole time because you never know what what's gonna happen the next day. So, like, it it made me more stoked to go surfing, basically, mm. and to get the most out of those little windows that we had. Good good conditions in the morning and good swell and a bunch of boards to test and you know, it doesn't make you think like, oh, save it for tomorrow. Keep saving it for, or save my body and my energy for tomorrow. Right, Because right. it might be, you know, 20 mile an hour on shores and you're not really, it's not really a surfing day for three days or something like that. Yeah. Um, right on. And then you're all rested up and plenty healed and ready to go. <laughs> There's no waves. Sir. And you're thinking about those hours and hours that you were sitting on the deck you know <laughs> having a beer watching this watching lefts and rights peel up and down the beach so yeah no i'm just, i'm saving my shoulders for tomorrow it's gonna be just like this tomorrow yeah it's gonna be bigger tomorrow yeah yeah that's and what the offshore says. oh man i'm i'm definitely saving my body for tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> man you're gonna yeah, i guess some things you only learn the hard way um but uh yeah and then just wrapping up i guess like coming to the end of the trip and the group's all gone now it's just coach ev and myself hanging um you know like last men standing and and one thing i really learned about that is that you the more time you spend somewhere you know i mean i guess i kind of touched on it before but the more you really get to learn about that spot and not just daily but yearly you know so keep that in mind you know like um again like it's like a relationship you know and you got to put as much time and, and effort as you can into it 
and I just I really do love looking back now on it because this has been such a huge growth for me in this point of my surfing you know in, in challenging conditions and big expansive playing fields where the paddling is so much greater the distances the, the, the proficiencies you need to have and just the simplest stuff makes all the difference in, in being able to participate in, uh, in this. But, you know, yeah, I'm just thinking like looking back on the first year I was here and how big it was and how intimidating. And I mean, not that I'm any less respectful of it, but just coming to grow into it and feel a little more comfortable about it and surf it as proficiently as you. Because damn, man, I was just so impressed the first year I came here and saw the way you surfed it, and with without a leash, no less, in these giant conditions, I couldn't even imagine that. And now after and all look, these years, yeah, look at you now. <laughs> no, I don't think you paddled out one time out here with the leash. Yeah, no, and and it's a great place to do that. You know, it's all sand, and there's nobody out here. It's like um, how many? How, I you know I never actually looked that up, but how long is this beach? Do you know offhand? A mile, two miles pretty long it's, I think it's less than two miles less than two miles so I mean so like let's put that into perspective listeners like two miles of beach and and it's just me and coach Ev you know so what a perfect place to start learning how to get comfortable on your equipment without a leash and and learn that it's not so bad to have to go swim after your board and, and spend a little extra time in the water it's not all about just riding the wave but being comfortable in the ocean and being comfortable with um, you know all aspects of, of the ocean yeah, it's a it's a quick way to learn how riptides work is to be swimming around to line up without your surfboard. <laughs> you know, you can't just you can't just fight it. You basically have to just go with it and and uh same thing like I get some of my best rides just body surfing on my way in. <laughs> you know, just finding myself in the spot. I never would be in that spot if I didn't paddle out on a surfboard kook it lose the board and then pop up and then there's a great little way for me to body surf in and, and snag my board before it even hits the shore and you know you just it's it's great training and you know just just to get comfortable in the ocean like you're talking yeah, about yeah. like there's seals out there there's big fish swimming around oh my gosh so that reminds like, me like as we're wrapping this up all right so highlights highlights let's do a quick highlight reel how about was it yesterday I think it was yesterday. I got so spooked. <laughs> oh my God, I just, tur I, I was turning towards the beach to watch Coach Ev take off on a sick wave, take it all the way in and, and like go for a big maneuver. I don't know what happened. I just remember knowing that you lost your board. So he was swimming in. So I was like, oh, there he goes. Turn back around just in time to come over the crest of one of these waves and see a fin and, and like a trailing fin cutting through the water. And then just for a moment, as I fall back down the back of that wave and into the trough and can't see it anymore over the top of the next wave. Right. And I was just like, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. It, look, it was probably a dolphin. But yeah. damn, that looks slicey. You yeah. know, it wasn't like a playful up and down dive. Uh, so, you know, just keep my eyes out and see a bunch of splashing over there, which turned me around in no time. <laughs> that <laughs> was the second sign, too. Heading in, 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 I'm paddling in, I'm paddling in. God damn it, why has Evan got to be on the inside getting his board right now? <laughs> and, uh, well, anyway, to get to the point, it turned out to be a dolphin, but only knowing that after it breached right next to us. Oh, no, can finish finish the story? So you turn around to paddle in 
and it puts you on the inside. Oh, that's right. Okay, all right, all right, all right. This story is a little <laughs> better than I'm making it out to be. So I'm paddling in, I'm paddling in, and it puts me on the inside where I actually like to be when it's not bombing, life-threatening surf. <laughs> and this apexing little wave is just hitting the inside sandbar. I'm in pretty good position for it. Maybe not on the board I would choose for that wave, but I'm like, oh man, I gotta go for this wave and get the hell out of here. <laughs> the thing is jacking up and I'm telling myself, oh, you can't fall. You can't fall. Don't fall, don't fall, don't Guess fall. Guess what I do? <laughs> <laughs> I fall without my leash on. Uh, like, I'm one of the few. I did, you know, I was doing nice conservative surfing, trying my best not to fall, lost my board a, a bunch, but not as many times as I thought. But of course, this time that I'm running from the shark in my head, I lose my board. <laughs> and now, oh my God, that feeling is just giving me chills right now oh, thinking about it. the worst. Tumbling around underwater knowing like, oh my God, I have to come up and swim. So now I'm swimming for my board like, no, no, no. Oh my God, there's a shark out here and I'm swimming. And finally getting back to my board and meeting Coach Ev right there and I don't know, collecting myself a little bit and well, um, yeah, you kind of waited. You waited for me on the inside. Yeah, I didn't go anywhere for a little which while. Which you wouldn't normally do. You know, you just right. grab your board and start working your way back out because it fucking takes 10 minutes to work your way back out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. might as well start. <laughs> but um, you were just sitting there. It's like it's not like you like have to catch your breath or something. But I guess something did actually take your breath away. <laughs> sure um, did. And you always feel better out there. You know when you have a when you have a partner out there, you know a good close friend who's got your back and who knows you know your sign language and your yeah, eye contact yeah. and stuff like that. Body but, language um, and all that. So we just started working our way back out and and uh, you know of course we both had our eyes out. You know you told me what you had seen and that it freaked you out. So and I wasn't sure. I wasn't like claiming sharks. Yeah, you know, I just was nervous. <laughs> And then that's when you asked, we were like almost on the outside. We had to go through some waves. And then there was like kind of a set popping up and we were paddling towards it. And you're like, yeah, by the way, have you ever seen a shark? And I'm like, no, no. And then we look out like in the, in the set wave, like this fin pops up and then another one right next to it. And it's like these two beautiful dolphin beautiful. they turn and they just like take off on the set wave and just yeah. shoot right underneath us and like that's really all you want to see actually when you're thinking shark is you want to see your underwater allies swimming around out there and and uh you know they just bring such a such a great vibe to the lineup yeah much better than shark <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys aren't subscribed to the coop cast you are kooking it Get on to iTunes, Spotify, Player FM, iHeartRadio. I don't know. There's so many of these podcast directories, and I'm pretty sure we're on all of them. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Keep it going. Keep it rolling. We appreciate all your support, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Woo! All right, team. We'll keep laying it on you. Keep checking in. See you soon. Woo!